Welcome in to The Scoop, the premier UNC football recruiting podcast. I'm your host, Ross Martin and Don Callahan. This is presented to you by Johnny T-Shirt and johnnytshirt.com. Right, welcome in to the scoop. I'm your host Ross Martin, as always, joined by Don Callahan. This is the premier number one UNC football recruiting podcast, coming to you almost every two weeks throughout the year. We have a big show planned for you today. Uh, of course, check out Giant T-shirt, GiantT-shirt.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, and you can watch us on YouTube and subscribe to Inside Carolina's YouTube page. Big show, big show. Don, how are you feeling? What's up? I am good. It's been a long month, and I am excited that the countdown the countdown has started for the this uh, month. Well, actually, until the dead period, which is Monday, June twenty seventh. That's when hopefully things will get a little bit easier for me. I mean, there'll still be announcements and everything like that, so I'll still have plenty to do. But it won't be this constant uh, influx of visits and all that sort of stuff. Um, like, like we've been dealing with, which we'll get into on this podcast. Man, electric from the top there. Uh, yeah, I just went through a lot of Don's stuff. I mean, he has been cranking out content. So make sure to uh, those who who are uh, premium subscribers, tons of interviews with top targets, uh, tons of scoops from the Showtime camp. Uh, of course, the weekly scoop, which is one of the best features on Inside Carolina. So make sure to check that out. We're going to you know, get to some of that stuff now and um, talk about Don's last two days, last two weeks, two commitments. Get to the Showtime camp from last Saturday and then preview the biggest UNC official visit weekend ever. Ever. Yeah. Okay. But first of all, Don, how's the exercise routine going? It's going good. I mean, I have, uh, did, did I mention that I was at one point lifting? Mm-hmm. With okay. Your, with your 13 year old daughter? Uh, she is 15. <laughs> um, but uh, so apparently, having your dad live with you is embarrassing mm-hmm. so so, she- so we go she does a free weights by herself uh we still do the uh we'll go to the rack and do you know um bench press and, and squats together because i guess she wants to make sure i'm there or whatever and then she does some mat work herself and then while she's doing her thing i i just ride the bike i mean that's really i mean at my age yeah I just need the cardio to get the heart pump in that sort mm-hmm. of thing i mean the weights would be nice but let's be real yeah, cardio. It starts with the diet, though. Um, I kind of, I kind of uh, want to talk about that briefly Uh-oh. here, guys. Stay briefly. on the board here because I've started a, a big time, serious uh, weightlifting routine with a green beret. Not to brag, oh, man. Yeah, I'm lifting with a buddy, a green beret, based out of Fayetteville, lives in Durham. I've been lifting with him um, twice a week, like big time, serious stuff. So uh, I've gone deep, heavy into uh, into weightlifting now. So we'll see if they have any results. I wish okay. I kind of started in April. You know, February, March, April. So by the time May, the June, July, yeah, May, June, July hits, I'm, I'm ripped. But we'll see how it happens here. So that's the new update from uh, from the Ross side. Gotcha. We, get, we can get to it later. All right, here's the show, boys and girls, they's and thems. Um, UNC had two commitments since we've talked last. We're going to break down both of them. The first one is Caleb Cost, a defensive back who committed to UNC two Saturdays ago. We're recording this podcast. On Tuesday, uh, June 21st, you know what today is, Don? 
I uh, do not. It's the longest day of the year, and it's the summer solstice. That's right. And it's all, hey, it's also my parents' anniversary. They will not be listening to this. So <laughs> we're so lucky that they uh, got together. We are lucky. <laughs> okay, so Caleb costs. I was in the mountains when this happened, but I had to pay attention to it. Uh, the baseball player, five foot ten, one eighty, cornerback at a Sandy Creek High School in Georgia. Uh, you know, a mid mid three star, five ninety five in the nation, number fifty six ranked quarterback, number fifty four in Georgia. Don, briefly, um, what happens to recruitment? You know, what's he going to bring? And obviously, I'm interested in kind of how the baseball part's going to work out. We don't need to spend too much time on this, but just a recap for those because we like to talk about every commitment on the show. Yeah, so he was one of those kids who went through the recruiting process, went through the spring, wanting to visit a bunch of schools, and that's really looking back where the meat of his recruitment occurred. He took a bunch of visits, including um, an overnight stay to North Carolina. He did the same with a bunch of other schools. And ultimately, I mean, he came, he had a top five of Mississippi State, UCF, UNC, Georgia Tech, and Pitt. He ended up scheduling officials to North Carolina, UCF, and I think Pitt was the other one. But ultimately, what he took that first official visit to North Carolina and just canceled the rest of the official visits. Okay. And the baseball aspect of it. Yeah. So he plans on playing both sports at North Carolina. And that was something that, you know, why I said the whole you know, spring was so big for him is because on each of his visits, he not only explored the football program at East school, but also the baseball program. And it was interesting kind of talking to him, just how do you balance? Because, you know, not each program is kind of even at each school. And he said, you know, it's, it's more, you know, obviously he's looking at the programs, but he's focused on what, where he felt most comfortable. And obviously that was North Carolina. Do you think he realistically plays both sports? So, um, baseball, so, baseball is the one where you can do it though. I think. Yeah. Because it's in the spring. I mean, and we've seen people do it, but it's never been for all four years. Yeah. You know, I remember when Bren Renner did it, um, going even further back, um, uh, God, Bernie, yeah. For his first name, he Wait, did it. Kendrick Bernie. Kendrick Bernie. Um, yeah, I mean, so it can be done. I think eventually they choose one or the other. Yeah. You know. Um, you know what position he plays in baseball? I I don't know. I feel like someone said center field. Okay. And that makes sense. And you know, I think uh, you, we talked about this earlier. We, we're doing these commitment videos now where we do like a, a two to three minute video that goes on YouTube pretty soon after the commitment, but um, Charlton Warren really liked his length, his, his athleticism, anything else that stood out about him. Is he a cornerback? Is that, is that, yeah, he's a corner. I mean, I think he, he has a potential to play nickel also, but you know, he's, he's one of those guys, uh, great man coverage skills, mm -hmm. um, great ball skills. He has some return ability. Also, if you watch his highlights, you know, he's, he's returning, you know, punts and, and kickoffs and that sort of thing. Um, whether he does that in North Carolina is another thing, but at least kind of speaks to the athleticism that, that he has. But yeah, I mean, he's, he's a typical, you know, Charlton Warren has like a prototype for yeah. guys. He loves the athleticism. The size doesn't matter so much. And it definitely seems to favor his home state of Georgia and also Florida for these defensive backs. And that's exactly where he comes from. All right. Caleb cost Caleb with a K committed to UNC. I, mean, he's I have a Caleb with a K in my household. There you go, too. There you go. June 11th, uh, so earlier in June, he became, I believe, the fifth commitment for UNC. Is that right? Yep. And then last week, when uh, yours truly was kind of running the show at Inside Carolina with 
with some of our uh, leadership on vacation. Julian Randolph, what'd you say? I didn't realize you were running the show. I mean, yeah. Some would say I was, some would say I wouldn't, wasn't. In my mind, I was running the show. All right, that's uh, all that matters. I mean, I was there for breaking news and I had to coordinate stuff. And I mean, not to I'm brag. Not to I'm brag. Not to brag, I run our Facebook page, I run our Instagram page, have access to Twitter, I have to coordinate with you to make sure you're on, you're doing your stuff. Uh, work with Sherell. I mean, basketball and football. I mean, it's a tough job, but it's to do it. All right, Julian Randolph committed to UNC last week on June 17th. Six, this one kind of came out of nowhere for me. Um, six foot five, 210 pounds, tied in, 821 in the nation, 41 ranked tied in, 24 ranked player in Virginia out of Ashburn, Virginia Independence High School. Um, Don previously committed to Vanderbilt, had an official visit scheduled for, I think, Miami and UNC, uh, committed before his official visit, which is going to happen, which happened last weekend. Mm-hmm. What, what kind of happened here? Because this, I didn't even know this guy's name, and then he committed. Yeah, so yeah, I guess to kind of start from the beginning, while he was a commit to Vanderbilt, additional schools offered him and start showing him some interest, so he decommitted. North Carolina, Pitt also kind of jumped in the picture too. I think during his commitment, I think Miami and UCLA had offered him, which kind of basically kind of pushed him to decommit. He ended up taking visits to uh, uh, UCLA, Miami, and North Carolina, had it down to those schools, eventually eliminated UCLA because of the distance. And then kind of the plan was for him to take back-to-back official visits to those two schools and then make a decision. In reality, there was a little bit of tight end dominoes that started to kind of fall. Uh, Jackson Carver, who North Carolina, another tight end North Carolina offered, kind of flirted with North Carolina, but never set anything up with. He committed to Miami. Once he committed to Miami, Miami kind of cut bait with, um, with uh, Randolph, and which basically left North Carolina as his option. And so he decided, hey, let me just jump on this spot before I lose this opportunity too, because obviously North Carolina was recruiting you know, Vance Bouillard. And then obviously, you know, as the dominoes kept on falling, Randolph commits, Bouillard tweets out that he's no longer visiting North Carolina that final weekend. And then Bouillard this past weekend committed to Duke. I know that's a little bit more than what people wanted to know, but uh, it is kind of interesting to see that the dominoes kind of fall with all this. And his game. I mean, obviously six foot five to 10 seems pretty raw, not super highly ranked, but I imagine they're kind of hoping this guy grows into a tight end role where he can be a with his size, be a dominant player. Is that, is that accurate? What can you tell us about yeah, him so as a player? I, I don't know a whole lot about the situation, but a lot of people have said, Hey, this is a good player. And, and they felt like Vanderbilt who, you know, who runs the recruiting department at Van- Vanderbilt, correct? Oh, yeah. uh, Martin fr- Simmons, friend of the podcast, friend, friend of the of show. The po- we need to see if we can get him back on. <laughs> um, you know, they found him and obviously, you know, Barton has a very strict sort of profile, what he's looking for. I absolutely loved him, got him, got him committed. And a lot of people have told me, you know, this is an underrated kid or, you know, this school was interested in him, but had already had had their, their tight ends kind of filled up and all that. So, um, so yeah, I mean, you know, he, he has good size. Mm-hmm. I thought his film was good. When we did our podcast before I mentioned that, you know, when I watched his film, remind me a little bit of um, Bryson Nesbitt yeah. and the fact that, you know, both in high school were were big wide receivers, outside wide receivers who just use that massive size and that that accompanying 
athleticism to, to dominate on the high school level. But obviously, you know, you move those guys because of their size, because they're not super, super fast. You move them to tight end. And that's what, that's what the situation is with, uh, with Julian. And UNC is now done in the tight end um, market for this class. He was the sixth commit, Julian Randolph. UNC has six commitments heading into this official visit weekend. UNC's class is currently ranked number 48 in the nation. Don, if you were to guess right now, where does UNC finish? I would say, who that's really tough. Um, I would say somewhere around 20. Okay. Yeah. That's not so, bad. Yeah. So I, think, I was going to, I was going to say around 30. So, okay. Yeah. So I think so much, there's so much, I know, I know, you know, and we'll get into it a little bit more, but you land a guy like Noah Rogers that change that, that, that could bump you up significantly. Yeah. If you, if you don't, you got, and you got to, go with another direction then that that hurts with the yeah. rankings i was actually uh talking to two buddies today after my run uh no big deal um i see subscribers wayne house shout out and griffin kennedy and you know talking about recruiting it's like man a lot of three stars beating app state for a lot of players um and i was like yeah this might be kind of a fedora class you know that 30 range you know between 25 and 35 but uh, I said I said it's going to end up being better than we think, just because there are some some big fish out there, and um, it seems like they're kind of they're definitely going outside their um, their their usual ge geographic areas. What do you call that? Their footprint to, to to go out and get a lot of players from different states in Georgia and Florida and other places. So and I think, and this could be like a weekly scoop idea, but there really is like this huge range of landing spots for this class, because yeah. if you get guys like, like, and I mentioned Noah Rogers, but also Jamal Jarrett could go either way with North Carolina, Georgia, Rico mm -hmm. Walker, um, forgetting a bunch of other guys, but there's, but there are guys there that can go either way. Yeah. That changes things on how this class is ranked. It always helps. We can go either way. All right. Um, looking at this class, Oh, and then what's going on with the Ask Don thread? These guys are texting me, and somebody messaged them and said, what's one thing that your BFF Ross enjoys that you truly can't wrap your head around? <laughs> did, you, did you see that? I have not. Sent us, it, it, what it, was it, that? I think it was two hours ago. So maybe. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I, so I try, to, I try to only answer that once a day. In the past, I try to do it as, as much as it came, but, but I realized what was happening is, is that as soon as I answer a question, it bumps all the way up to the top. And then I just get hammered with questions, which I don't mind, but it obviously just kills my, my day as far as production. So I try to just answer, answer all of them all at once and wait until the next day. So I have not checked it today. I look forward to seeing your answer on that one. All right, moving right along. So those are the two commitments they've added. So right now, UNC has six commitments. Joel Starlings, Tad Hudson, Nolan McConnell, Caleb Koss, Julian Randolph, and Caleb Lavalli. Lavalli? Lavalli? Lavalli. Lavalli. So it's coming together here. Um, you know, you're getting to see more names. You know, you're becoming familiar with these commitments. How, how it always happens for us, and definitely for me, as I get to know these players' names. Okay, a couple things here. We're going to talk a little bit about wide receiver recruiting, because I think there's a couple interesting recruitments that we can dive into. Uh, we're then going to get into the Showtime camp and close out with an official visit weekend preview. But first, I want to talk to you about Johnny T-Shirt and JohnnyT-Shirt.com. UNC's um, loyal podcast sponsor. Check out Giant T-Shirt, giantt-shirt.com, right on Franklin Street and online at johnnytshirt.com. 
all inside Carolina subscribers get 10% off. There's a lot of good baseball gear there. UNC was ACC champions, uh, hats, tailgate gear, get your jersey ready for the season, get your kids decked out in gear, get your wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, everybody decked out in UNC gear. Uh, it's that time. And it's a great gift. I mean, Father's Day's passed, but now we're looking to the birthdays. And, you know, sometimes it's nice to give a gift without there being an occasion. Yeah, Ross. Uh, send a friend, you know, send a friend a sweatshirt, a, a T-shirt. Yeah. But you're, not big, you're not a big UNC fan, Don. I, I'm so, a big friend of free shirts, though. Yeah, I'll get you uh, a, a Philly. What's the hockey team? Uh, Flyers. Flyers. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you for that anyway johnny t-shirt johnny t-shirt.com check it out um you know it's getting that time we're, we're we're less than two months from training camp and we're less than three months from the start of the season i saw a tweet from uh our good friend phil longo that said there's 69 days till the first game uh that was yesterday uh, so were you were you excited about just how close the season is or were you excited that he threw the number 69 out I don't know what the significance of 69 is. Oh, I just okay. unplug, I just unplug my computer. Um, but you know, we get two months of summer, we get June, July, and then training camp hits. And then it's, it's, it's yeah. pretty much nonstop, especially now with Mac Brown, we have interviews, uh, which is great. We have interviews or Mac Brown or coaches like three to four times a week during training camp. So once April first hits, it's go, go, go. All right. Giant t-shirt giantteacher.com get all your gear ready for this season some great basketball shirts from the season great football stuff women's soccer stuff all that good gear okay play some national ads and we'll be right back with more of the scoop podcast presented to you by johnny t-shirt and johnny t-shirt.com all right don we're back welcome back in guys thanks for staying on wide receiver recruiting don there's a couple big names here i was going through one of your scoops i think it was actually two weeks ago um but UNC does not have wide receiver committed. They're going after some big name targets. Let's get a general view of what's going on from your perspective, and then I have a couple of questions as we dive into a couple uh, specific recruitments. So there are basically six guys that have offers who haven't committed to any school that North Carolina, I guess, is messing with. Let's say, and that is Paul Billups. Kevin Concepcion, or KC, Chris Culliver, Christian Hamilton, Nathan Laycock, and Noah Rogers. Uh, stop you right there. Would they take commitments from any of those? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, I believe so. Go ahead. Um, so, yeah, I mean, those, those are the guys they're focused on. I believe all of them have scheduled or have taken official visits to North Carolina. Let's see, and I think, let's see, one, two, three, four of those are occurring this coming weekend, which we'll get into. Mm-hmm. The other three, I believe, um, or the other two were this past weekend, which I don't know. If, are we getting into the next weekend or the, this past we're, weekend? I don't, uh, we could do that. Um, okay. So, at, how many are they taking this class? I know you hate that question, but, you know, is it going to be three? Is it going to be four? It's, it's somewhere in that range. Three to four. Yeah. Um, all right, so the ones so Nathan Laycock, who I don't think we've talked about a lot, he canceled his NC State official visit. What's, I believe NC State canceled it, but I mean, I guess it's okay. Okay. I mean, so so and he is 
he has visited UNC or is visiting UNC? He, he officially visited North Carolina this past weekend. Okay, so what's going on with his recruitment? So we have a full update from okay. the post-visit. But the main thing with him is uh, last week, during the week, he took an official to Michigan. He basically tried to squeeze everything into, I think it was 10 days okay. as far as official visits. Four official visits in 10 days, if, if not for the NC State official being canceled. So started with Michigan last week, North Carolina this week. Was supposed to be NC State this week. That was canceled. Um, it was also supposed to be coinciding with Noah Rogers' official visit. Those two are really close. Okay. Uh, and then this weekend, he um, is scheduled to take an official to Tennessee. Okay. Where is he leaning? He says he's pretty wide open right now. I okay. mean, obviously, North, North Carolina is definitely in this. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if that's his landing spot. But, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he – lands to any other of uh, the other places Michigan maybe is would be a little bit surprising but um, I mean even NC State I don't know what the situation is okay especially with I don't know how much you followed what happened Friday with Noah Rogers thing which I'm sure we'll get into but I mean there there's a lot of craziness and and you you don't want to assume too much because then you end up being wrong okay Nathan Laycock uh 6'3 200 pounds of Millbrook High School all right quickly here Chris Culver, mm-hmm. uh, he is coming off an official? Yes. And you did update with him. Update with him. What's going on with his recruitment? Coming out of that update, he's, he's down to three schools. Got to read okay. the update to find out the three. North Carolina <laughs> is one of them. He has an official visit scheduled with Virginia Tech this coming weekend. Okay, that's the other one. Yeah. So, um, and uh, yeah, just going to have to read the story to find out who the third is. Okay. Four-star player. Uh, out of Maiden, North Carolina, 6'3", 174. Uh, a little higher ranger guy, 314 in the nation. So UNC's in a good spot. Seems like he's just considering these options. Is that basically it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. UNC's, UNC's definitely a good spot with him. Okay, and Noah Rogers taking an official visit this weekend. Now, I had a buddy, an NC State buddy, text me about Noah Rogers this morning. Okay. Um, what did they say? He was like, dude, what's going on with Noah Rogers? Like, dude, I, I mean, I was like, it's, I was like, it just seems like a weird recruitment, like a lot of like ups and downs. Like, I don't really know. Um, it seems like and he was, he was telling about how he like left the Clemson visit, which we've talked about to visit NC state. Um, and then he said like the moderators on his site, I think he was, I think he's on um, inside pack sports. It's like, they're in love with this guy. Like he's so good. So I was like, yeah, we talk about him a lot. It seems like it's just kind of a weird recruitment. What's going on with Noah Rogers. Yeah, so I mean, let's get let's get into it, like all the drama and stuff. Yeah, so <laughs> all right, so he, I mean, I think he had he had an actual top five, but the top five didn't really matter. I mean, this ultimately came well. Clemson was involved a little bit, but but they're basically out. This is basically down North Carolina, NC State, and Ohio State, and so he had the so his plan was Ohio State this past weekend, NC State in the middle of this week, where he would take it with Noah with um. Nathan Laycock. Okay. And then North Carolina that weekend. And then make a decision sometime shortly thereafter. But who knows with him? Um, and uh, I have a time remaining. Yeah, I that's my fault. Um, I did gonna, this on my, I did this on my gonna, personal account. So we're going to have to switch to the IC account. That's my fault. Fin- finish. Um, okay. Here, finish this guy and then we'll do it. Okay. <laughs> no, no Rogers. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um yeah so this weekend um yeah so he's supposed to take the official 
I find out that he, um, the Ohio State official visit was canceled okay. because of travel issues with with the airport. Yeah, there there are definitely travel problems with RDU Airport. There's there's no denying that. And so he apparently spent Thursday night at NC State anyway because a bunch of the guys were officially visiting. So he's already there. The next morning he goes back, finds out the Ohio State official was canceled. This is where it gets a little crazy. Like, did he start taking official to NC State or what the hell happened? Who who knows? But ultimately, apparently, he leaves to go to Ohio State after the visit was already canceled. But then after what visit was already canceled? Right, Ohio so, State. So so Ohio State's canceled the first time. Okay. He decides to go to NC State. Yes. And there's some talk of that being an actual official visit to NC State. Okay. A couple of hours later, he's back on NC State's campus. Okay. There's all these rumors and stuff. I'm so hesitant to say what, because I don't know if it's true or what. Is Some of it is a little crazy. Um, I guess the most believable one is the fact that Ohio State was going to drive him to Washington, D.C. and have him fly out of there. And he didn't want to do that. And so anyway, so he ends up back in NC State, spends the entire weekend there. Damn. And from what I can tell from talking to people like Michael Clark, which I know name I shouldn't mention here, uh, but he, he's uh, he's honestly the most most connected re- uh, reporter in mm-hmm. that beat. And I know all those guys. Um, and um, he says that was not an official visit. So NC State didn't use an official visit, which makes sense because he could easily drive home or he could spend the night at Lex's house, all this other crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So now we're left with a situation where Ohio State hasn't taken their official. NC State hasn't taken their official. Ohio State picked up two five-star wide mm. receivers this week. Mm. I saw that. So you would think, okay, they don't need Noah, whatever. They do want one more wide receiver. Maybe it's Noah. Maybe it's his other kid. Um, I think it's Rico Flores or whatever. Um, but then if right before we get on, you know, there's Twitter conversation between one of those wide receivers and, and Noah Rogers. So those guys are obviously going to join in and in, in recruiting Noah to Ohio State. So who knows what's going to happen? Okay. Yeah, that was a good breakdown. I, I didn't really follow all that. I just knew there was like some weird stuff going on. But he's visiting UNC this weekend on official visit. That's what we think. That's just, okay. that's what that's what it is right now. And, but it seems like his his heart is, is in Raleigh. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I have sources who tell me that there's no shot he ends up at NC State. Wow. But you can't ignore the fact that he's always there. And you could say, oh, well, he hasn't. Why hasn't he committed yet? Yeah, I get that. But, I mean, it's just, you know. Yeah. You can't ignore it either way. All right. And then, Don, the Showtime camp was this past weekend. You and Gregory and Jim Hawkins were there. Let's get an overview of what it was like. seems like it's, it's, it's evolving and very different than what it used to be. I know you teased that it was going to have a different name. That proved to be false. Uh, so the floor is yours. Yeah. So as for the name, um, I don't know what happened. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I asked, I said, hey, isn't this changing? They said, nope. And I didn't dig any it's- deeper just because it doesn't matter. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> Where was it? What was it set up? It was so they basically make it it's similar to past years. They try to make it like a junior day slash camp. They are actually only on the practice field for an hour, which has to be an all time, you know, shortest camp. I mean, shortest camp I've ever covered. 
um, but they actually arrived a few hours before the actual camp and stayed for a, I think it was a barbecue or maybe it was just, just food, but, but they stayed afterwards too. Um, so it was a full day for, for the actual campers. But as you know, covering these events, you know, when it was a Fedora Streak show before that, and now the Showtime camp, you know, this has typically been a, an event where UNC's top targets from the current class participate. And, you know, it's, it's a good recruiting opportunity to kind of close up that particular class. But with, with kids now making official visits, everyone's taking official visits in the summer now. So it's a lot harder. And no one's, no one's camping because there's no point because you have the offers you have now are mostly going to be the offers you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in very rare situations. So anyway, this is this was basically a bunch of 2024s, 25s, and 26s, guys who have have offers from a bunch of other schools, guys who will likely be big time recruits in the coming years. But even the most diehard of diehard recruit fans, you know, heading into this, if you would have saw the list, you wouldn't have recognized any of the names. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that being said. Who stood out to you? Maybe a couple of names that you thought that maybe we know that were there that yeah. had, a, had a good showing or something like that. So the one exception to the rule about the uh, current class, Ted Hudson, actually. Okay. So actually, let's talk, I had that written down. Let's talk about his, what you saw from him. Ted Hudson, the, the 2023 quarterback commitment for UNC. Yeah. So two things stood out to me with him. One, he looked, he looked like he thinned out a little bit. Okay. Um, and which is good. I mean, there have been some not so nice and probably inappropriate shots at, at him at his body um, on the, on the message board in the past, but it was good that he's, he's kind of thinning out yeah. a little bit. It's a um, no, it's a no body shaming podcast. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, but uh, so that's good. But um, the other thing was if you watch the film of, of the showtime camp last year and compared to this year, mm-hmm. a lot more consistency. Now I want to, I want to make it clear. I don't, it's these aren't highlight clips these are i film them and i put them together sort of thing if they're if i have like five of the same clip and that happens often i'll only use one of them but for the most part these are just the raw footage i'm not picking out the best raw dog so so, um a lot more consistent with this throwing i thought his arm looked really good which is which is important okay great and then a couple other names that stood out to me i'll I'll say Jonathan jonathan taylor Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, he's been to UNC a lot of times out of yeah. Burlington. Mm-hmm. You know, is he? He's a wide receiver, a smaller wide receiver. Yeah, so he's like that utility guy that mm-hmm. North Carolina, I guess, is looking at as wide receivers. He play he plays a running back and, and he returns kicks and all that. I think he had, holds some sort of record for punt returns and maybe a game. Um, I think he has like three or four in a game, something something crazy like that. Um, but UNC is looking at him as wide receiver. I mean, when you see him in person. Mm-hmm. And I said this last year. I mean, he looks like he's bones and muscle, and that's it. I mean, he is just so impressive. That kid has never eaten a potato chip in his life, it looks like. Yeah. So he's he's the anti-dine, basically, is what I'm trying to say here. Okay. You eat one one potato chip, you gain you gain five pounds. No, I eat I eat multiple potato chips in an hour. Top five potato chips right now. Oh man. Chips, Um, chips, not necessarily potato chips. Oh God, Doritos. Um, I don't know. You put me. Uh, um, you put me in the spot. Throw out some. I would go Cool Ranch Doritos. Okay. 
My favorite, I think, is cheddar sour cream lays. Sour cream, sour cream. I like Ch- sour cream. cheddar and sour cream lays. I don't think I've ever had that. Sour cream and cheddar. Uh, sour cream and onion is really good. Uh huh. Bar- like some sort of barbecue. Also, like barbecue is good. Kettle yeah. chips. Um, I'm not like particular on chips. I think that's my issue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, it might be a mood thing because we get those those variety packs. Yep. And then you know, if I'm feeling like you know barbecue, I grab a barbecue. Are you a big che- Cheetos guy? No, I do not like Cheetos. <laughs> I do. I can I like, see you. I can see you getting deep in the Cheetos, and you I get like, the you get the orange dust on your lips and on well, your fingers. Well, I like um, and then you touch the remote, and they get the orange dust. Well, on the what remote. are the um? They're like Cheetos, but the the like cheese puffs. I like the cheese puffs. Dori- yeah. uh, Cheetos, I feel like are are like stale because they're like harder. Yeah, I like Cheetos way more than cheese puffs, though. Really, I like I, I like so cheese. Puffs. I like kettle chips, like salt and pepper kettle cooked um you know uh cape cod makes a good kettle cooked chip mm-hmm. God, chips are good man chips are great <laughs> okay all right going back so we talked about uh paler looked yeah. really really good just so and, and talked about him physically um and drills so incredibly explosive okay. and it's just so noticeable i mean a lot of times you say this guy's explosive and, you, and you're, you're kind of watching I me mean, it's just obvious so explosive the other guy and i i I mentioned him as standing out in the scoop, but then also when I, I started kind of going, but we filmed all the one-on-ones and I started going back and looking at the one-on-ones I'm really impressed with is um, a guy from your school. Oh God, what's his name? Alex, um, Taylor. Alex Taylor. Yes. Huh? Yes. Um, I was super, I was way more impressed with him on Saturday than I was with him on Wednesday or Thursday when hit, when Grimsley played in the seven on seven with him. And um, just, you know, quick feet, great ball skills, great concentration. Um, you know, I, I think he's, you know, he's definitely um, going to be one of the top players in the state for that class. And I feel like, oh, um, I think that was for the most part, I focus mostly on on the skill guys and Gregory focused mostly on the linemen. Um, you know, there's also the quarterback from um, Woodlands, the 2024 quarterback. Mabry, uh, I guess it's uh, Metter. I guess you would pronounce it. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he hates when you bring up that he looks like uh, Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Um, so don't bring that up to him. Okay. Um, but tall, um, ball just kind of pops out of his hands. Um, that was the quarterback that was there. Yeah, the other no. quarterback. So it was cool seeing both him and, and Tad throwing next to each other. Okay, and Jamal Jarrett was there, the Grimsley defensive lineman who's already taken an official visit to UNC. He also came out with a top three, mm-hmm. um, Georgia, UNC, and not Clemson, right? Not Clemson. Texas A. No. Begins with an A. Auburn. Yes. Okay. Very good. So he was there just kind of supporting and, and yeah. Visiting. Well, I was actually surprised when Grimsley came to 7-7, he wasn't there. That surprised me a little bit. So um, I'm willing to bet that that they made sure he was there Saturday after he didn't show after he didn't come with his team on um, on Thursday. So yeah, spent a good portion of the day there. You know, he also in in, in that same tweet, I think he announced that he's going to uh, make a commitment in, in mid-July, I think on his birthday. That's interesting. Um, so, but having him there, um, in, on campus most of the day was, was pretty good. Do you, what do you think when players tweet out 
big announcement, huge announcement coming, 6 p.m., and then it's like a top five. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I've gotten used to it. Jamal had told me already. I yeah. actually have some you know quotes from him. Um, I had to go and look to see if it's even worth running a story on. But, yeah, so he had already to- – he told me like, like a couple yeah. weeks ago he was going to do this or a week ago he was going to do this. So um, yeah. I knew um, – Like, big announcement, big announcement. Yeah. Everybody pay attention. Top 11 coming out. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the, the, the worst. And there was a couple guys UNC's going after that did this. In June, you should not be announcing top 10s in June. Yeah. It, it's just, it's, it's a waste of everybody's time. We know you're, who you're down to. Okay. Moving yeah. on. I think that's about anything else from the Showtime camp that you want to talk about? I think that's I mean, for the most part. That, 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 I mean, anybody else we, we dive into, there's not a whole lot on them yet just because they're so young and we haven't really talked. Alex Taylor has visited North Carolina a bunch. Yeah. Taylor has visited North Carolina a bunch. And both of those guys are going to be in the conversation for the top player in the state. So, you know, we definitely need to mention this, but the other guys we'll get to eventually. Yeah. I mean, and go check out Don and Gregory's showtime camp scoop. Um, there's just a list of tons of people that came and a lot of names I didn't recognize, but if you're into that stuff, um, it's a premium article, the showtime camp scoop. If you want to kind of get started on those names. Okay. And let's close out the podcast Don, with the official visit weekend. Um, I'm going to give the floor to you. It's the biggest in UNC history by far. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, I think I'm, I'm, I mean, I've been covering this since the early 2000s and there's never been one bigger. And I can't imagine that there was anything like this before, um, before the turn of the century, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> 19 official visitors. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. And one thing I've kind of noticed on Twitter, you know, I still follow, you know, here I'll follow a lot of recruiting reporters. I follow Annie Hansen. Mm-hmm. um out of usc so i follow you know a lot of people across the country and i feel like with these summer official visit weekends they can put more attention on it and there it's been blown up into this whole spectacle like i've never seen before because usually they're during games where mm-hmm. coaches are, are game planning and, and getting ready for the game and the official visit is something that happens on saturday night sunday morning you know a little bit on sunday saturday morning maybe friday night but Man, Louisville had them in like an airplane hangar with cars and, you know, USC had all this beach stuff. It just seems like the game has changed for official visits. You're, is, is that true? Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, everyone wants to separate bigger, themselves from everyone, you know, bigger, bigger and better. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's so incredibly ridiculous because it's all fluff. Yep. And I get why they do it. You have to do it, but it's like, oh man, the photo shoots and the things they do with the photo shoots. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Cause it, it should have nothing to do with your decision. Yeah. Honestly, you know? man, you should just meet with some professors, meet with your position coach, watch some yeah. tape, you know, turf or grass. Well, even Thanks. with the whole position coach thing, and it, it has been going on forever. It's never going to change. But like, if you look at, you look at any assistant coach's resume, most of them, they're lasting at a place two, three years max. Yeah, actually, it would be cool to see the average. Yeah. I think it coach. might be two years. Two years, two and a half years, yeah. Something that like sense. that, yeah. yeah. And so, so people are making, they're, oh, I had this great relationship with this coach. And this is not just in North Carolina. This is all schools. And that coach is going, they, they're, they're, I mean, there's guys who signed with North Carolina and position coaches were gone that they had great relationships with. Mm-hmm. You know, but, what, did, yeah. what did our friend of the program, Shaquille Rashad, say? 
What did he say? Well, I didn't really say it, but like he he committed and then that's right. Because he committed super early and then he went through a coaching transition. And he just didn't even care. He's like, I'm going yeah. to North Carolina. He committed to the school, not the coaching staff. Didn't even like meet the coaches, just showed up yeah. in January. Okay. So the big official visit weekend, 19 confirmed. 19 yeah. expected. 19 expected. Okay. Don did a huge weekly scoop previewing it with seriously a blurb on each guy, pretty much. I pulled out three that we've already talked about one, but Noah Rogers is the big one. We've already talked about him. He's visiting official visit after all that drama with NC state and, and Ohio state. Keith Sampson, a defensive lineman from New Bern is visiting. That's a development for me, a Florida state commitment who it seems like his recruitment is opening up. And then Rico Walker out of Hickory. Um, it seems like this is a pretty important part of his recruitment. Um, Don, are there any other people taking official visitors official visits that you think listeners should know like that are like i don't know really big yeah. recruit, really big recruit really big recruitments or a critical point in their recruitment or just big names that i i just missed well i mean we're the thing is we're at the last week of june and a lot of these guys not all of them but the majority of them want to make decisions in the summer so this is kind of the the, the last sort of you know at bat um for these guys you know what i mean mm -hmm. so and in some instances, it seems pretty obvious that this that kid is heading to North Carolina. So, and there are some instances where it's like this kid's only taking this visit to take this visit. Um, mm -hmm. But as far as like being consequential, is I guess your question, you know, you mentioned Noah Rogers, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, to, to Marcus Cooley is another one because although he's a bit of a wild card, I think that it appears this will come down to North Carolina and NC state. So obviously NC state had their shot last weekend. North Carolina gets theirs this weekend. He's Smart. kind of good wide receiver, six foot one ninety five at a Rollsville. Who's a DB. School. I mean, he might be listed wide receiver, List, but he's okay. a DB. Listed wide receiver is DB. Okay, go ahead. Um, so he's one um, Robert Grisby, Grigsby, offensive lineman out of Georgia. You know, he's mm -hmm. another one where, um, you know, he took officials to North Carolina, NC State, and, and um, Vanderbilt. Um, probably going to come down to North Carolina, NC State. Hasn't really tipped his hand either way, so this is this is important for him also. Um, Christian Hamilton. Christian Hamilton. You know, he's going to make a decision on July first. So this mm -hmm. is this is important for his situation. You know, he he's down to Clemson, North Carolina, Penn State, and South Carolina. So this is important. Uh, Dave, uh, Davon Hobbs, another one who, well, this one could go either way as far as when he, when he decides. He could decide in the summer. He could wait. He's a little bit of a late bloomer. One of the rare 23 prospects who actually camped a bunch earlier in the, in the, in the summer, in the month. Okay. Camped at Alabama, Tennessee, a couple of other places. But those are the two main ones where he camped and landed scholarship offers and is now talking about taking his recruitment into the season. North Carolina obviously would prefer that not happen. So, and this, this is an opportunity to help kind of prevent that from happening. So, um, uh, so yeah. Kevin, Kevin Concepcion, Kevin Concepcion, you know, he's another one, you know, NC state, North Carolina is the own, only two official visits and uh, took, took the NC state one last weekend with that group with Cooley and hanging out with Noah Rogers and all that and going to North Carolina this weekend. So, you know, it's probably going to come down to those two schools. So this is important for North Carolina with him. Lex Thomas, is he a true freshman at state? He is a commitment, quarterback commitment. So when they say 
they stayed at his house. It's his parents' house. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. But um He lives in Wake Forest, right? Yeah. I mean they're they don't live far away. Gotcha. Yeah. His, and his his brothers, well, you know who his brothers are, right? Drake Thomas, right? Yeah, Drake Thomas and Thayer Thomas. So Oh, okay. Thayer Thomas. Who's older, Drake or Thayer? Thayer is. Okay. Thayer was actually a, a originally a preferred walk-on who earned a scholarship. Drake was a guy that a bunch of schools, including North Carolina, kind of recruited. Yeah. It's kind of crazy they all play different positions. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Different body body types. Okay, cool. Um, anything else off this official visit? And what's going on with I – mean, I think we need to talk about it. Um, Keith Sampson. Okay. Um, yeah. So, I guess a little behind the scenes. I have a good relationship with Keith and his dad. Great people. Do a lot as far as trying to get other kids promoted and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff, which is great. Um, dad called me maybe like a week or so ago and said, Hey, this is something that we're thinking about doing. We wanted to give you the heads up before we do anything. We'll let you know for certain. Um, and then kind of let me know that 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 was happening. Um, Keith called me also and said, Hey, you know, feel free to run whatever we're going to take this official visit. So, um, you know, I think it's a situation where, you know, they've been committed, um, since, um, I think it was March 5th, which you know what March 5th is. That's your birthday. It is my birthday. Ross. It's the only best friends know that. <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, um, put my, I'm putting my phone right now. <laughs> um, Actually, so, look at that. Wait. Do you already have it? It's ready in my phone. Oh wow, that is crazy. If that you're looking crazy. on YouTube, I have it saved every year. <laughs> anyway, um, um, so his plan is to obviously take official North Carolina this weekend, and then take officials to Florida state and NC state during the season and then kind of go from there. You know, this could go a lot of different ways. You know, um, the one thing to keep in mind is that when he named, I think he named two favorite schools lists prior to his commitment, neither one of them included North Carolina. So UNC obviously has some ground to make up and this official visit will provide that opportunity. Okay, awesome. Guys, that is the podcast. We covered a lot of ground, a lot of names. It's kind of the There's nature. a lot more names, and it's all broken yeah. down the weekly scoop. Yeah, it's just the nature of, of this season, this recruiting class, and this time of year, especially with the transformation of the recruiting calendar. Check out Don's last couple of scoops. Check out the last couple of VIP interviews with all the different names. Uh, and then we will also um, – Don will have a weekly scoop next week. I imagine we'll have some interviews with the official visitors. He probably won't have all 19. Um, you never know. That's my goal. Really? Yeah. My goal is I won't. I mean, there's no way I could write them all up on Sunday, no. but my goal is to have all 19 interviews. Talk to all 19? Yeah. All right. We'll see if Don. I have no that. idea how I'm going to release it because I just, I just can't release all 19 all at once, you know, or even within a few days. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, <sighs> what else? What am I going to do? The weekend after that, is there anything on that weekend, or is it no? Is it, so, so Monday is the dead period, starting Monday, June, whatever, June twenty seventh. Yep. Okay, so we will probably record a podcast next week. Okay, that's what you want to do, and then probably take off a week or two. Yeah, where are we going to go? Don't you think? Where do well, you want to go? John, our producer, John is is heading to Europe. Is he? Mm-hmm. Okay, where in Europe? Do you know? 
I think England. Have you ever been to Europe? I've never been out of the country because I'm afraid that as soon as I get off the plane, I'm going to be kidnapped and sold on the sex market. <laughs> no comment. You would go. I mean, you're like the stereotypical American. Like, <laughs> why? Because I eat I potato mean, chips. You're just everything <laughs> about you screams. Just you're just a blue. And you're not not necessarily blue collar, but like you're the average American Joe. Okay. You like sports. Married, two kids. You live in suburbia. Have you cats. Sports, have cats. You bet on some sports. You know, you make a little money. You eat food. You shop at Walmart. You wear cargo shorts. You wear, I mean, like, it's nothing flashy, but it's nothing. I mean, you're not, not rich, not poor. This, hey, th- this T-shirt my daughter bought for me, five bucks. I mean, that's a great example. If you're, if you're not watching on YouTube, <laughs> as many of you are, it says, Sarca- sarcasm level expert. I mean, you have a graphic <laughs> t-shirt. I mean, there's nothing more American than that. So uh, <laughs> a lot of people, you know, don't realize what real America is. And I think that was a problem politically earlier on. The, the, <laughs> the, the, a lot of people don't, the, the East Coast elite don't know what real America is. But Don Callahan is, is right here. Come to my house. You'll see real America. Yep. Big old bowl of nachos with a pound of beans, a pound of beef. All right, guys, that's it. That was a lot of podcasts. I think we need to figure out, um, maybe get some guests on coming up here in July. I'd love that we can mix it up and get ready for the football season. Maybe bring on, you know, we could bring on some parents, bring on some former players and mix it up here. I think we've, we've kind of gotten in a little rhythm of, of just updating official visits, official visits, commitment, commitment. We can maybe mix it up. So respond in the comments, guys. Uh, we need a little more interaction on the thread of this podcast. This will be up hopefully Wednesday. Uh, tell us what you want. Tell us what you like. Um, do not tell us what you don't like. I'm just kidding. Um, and we will talk to you next time. I think we'll do one next week. Don, anything else to add? No, I think I think you covered it all. All right. Shout out to Giant T-Shirt, giantt-shirt.com. Shout out to our producer, John Siegley. Uh, rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. And make sure to... Subscribe to Inside Carolina's YouTube channel. Thank you.